0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe.
1: Hey, y'all. I hope y'all are ready to make some noise. Kenyatta Spence, are you ready? Shake Anderson, are you ready? And Mr. Talking Noise himself, Lloyd Spence, are you Ready? If you clicked on this podcast, then that must mean that you're ready for Talking Noise, the daily podcast. Well, if you're ready, then come on. Let's make some noise. Come on, y'all. Y'all gotta love that. Love it, y'all gotta love that, right? Come on now, come on now. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's 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 that next level production type stuff. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Man. That's hot. We got the background and the background yeah. of the stuff. I mean, got stuff. the matrix happening. I'm just <laughs> saying, we can, we can play around with this thing. We got options.
0: Wow. You know. What I'm saying? <laughs>
2: We're moving okay. all in this world of ours. Chad says, very nice. <laughs> I love it. I apologize. Love Jay, Joyner, shout out Jay,
1: to Jay, Jay Joyner. Joyner got the Jackson State um, logo going. Oh, yeah. I love it, Jay. That's awesome, man. Hey, listen, I'm going to order my Jackson State stuff. I got to support it mm. on the behind now because I'm all in on that, man. If you. I don't know if anybody got a chance to see us on... Uh, By the way, you listen listening to Talking Noise, uh, the daily podcast live for our podcast audience. Uh, we are excited about all the wonderful changes that are happening. You Listen, if you're a podcast listener, you need to go on over to the Noisemaker page as well. So not only can you hear the podcast, but you can experience the podcast. It's yeah. nice to hear it, but man, experiencing it is really awesome too. So go mm-hmm. over there and experience it. For yourself, you know what I'm saying. Uh, but going back to what I was gonna say, last night we had a show on the Noise Media a Noise Maker page. Uh, I do my broadcast with Charlie Ward, and I was trying to talk to Charlie. I said, hey, man, what you think about Tallahassee? Come on, come on. I'm just saying. So I got it. I was playing to see last night, Shake. Yeah, yeah, you, you did. did. What did he say? Did he bite? I mean. He didn't say no. Uh-huh. I'm just saying. Florida, said, I, if you're listening, let's start a trend. That's all I'm saying. Bro.
2: Right, right, right. He said he liked basketball, so. That's, I
1: don't care. He can do basketball. Whatever you
0: want, Charlie. Whatever you want to coach, Bro. You know Whatever you want coach cuz Charlie he played multiple sports right he was uh well, you
1: know he won the high school
0: right and then when yeah. did he go to the NBA or NFL then Oh he? NBA went to the
1: NBA for man a long time he was there for like maybe 12 13 14 years wow yeah played with the Knicks the Spurs he, listen Charlie had an amazing he has had an amazing sports career not just not just uh, uh you know He's had an amazing sports career. So shout out to my co-host of Believe in the ACC on the podcast network as well. Charlie Ward we will be his show. Matter of fact, our show is dropping right now on the Believe Network. So when you get done listening to this, go on to the Believe Network. You can listen to the Believe in the ACC podcast with me and Charlie Ward, breaking down all the ACC information wow. uh, from over the weekend. But man, today's show is going to be Serious, bro.
2: Mm. Serious,
1: my love. Yeah. Um, we got, we got a, we got a lot to talk about today, and uh, we're gonna get into to some some hardcore stuff because there is an evil that is taking place. We know there's an evil taking place in the world around us, right? But there's even greater evil that's trying to quietly cause this election to be something that it should not be right. And we got to do our part um, to stop it. And, you know, it's funny, man, we had a meeting. We mean you know, our staff or whatever. We had a meeting yesterday and we just kind of brainstormed and thought about some stuff. And, and we just, we, we're going to launch something today. So we're going to get into that here in just a minute. But today's show is, uh is about the challenge of voter suppression. And, we got to talk about it. We got to deal with it. We got to help you understand it as a listener, as a podcast listener, as a noisemaker. We got to help you understand it because we got we to gotta fight back. And for so long, you know, Kieta, you said something yesterday, and, and Shake, you echoed it, uh, or, it was, or maybe it was vice versa. I don't remember. But uh, both of you said it, that mm-hmm. we don't have the information like we're supposed to and because we don't have the information like we're supposed to uh we don't do the things that we're supposed to and so today we want to give you the information some of you have heard the statement voter suppression you've heard it but you don't necessarily truly understand you know from a depth perspective what it is so we're going to break it down for you we're going to help you understand The criminality of it, and I'm definitely calling it criminal because I think that's what it is. The criminal, the legal criminality of it that's what's crazy about it. It's legal criminality. People have put Mm -hmm. laws in place that are designed to just like, but listen, we're not talking about new stuff. This is the way it's always been, right? But we want to highlight those things so that you can understand it and that you can fight back, help us fight back. So, we're going to get into that today. Uh, and then we do have a special guest that we want to highlight today. Uh, he's a friend of the program. And uh, we one of the things we also do on this program, we want to highlight uh, black business and black business owners. Uh, we want to highlight other businesses as well, but we definitely want to spotlight uh, black businesses out there that are doing things for the, for the peoples. And so uh, we got a very special guest coming in here uh, at some point here today. He'll probably come into the podcast uh, studio and uh, then we'll bring him on into the show. But nevertheless, let's jump into this thing, man, uh, because we are 42 days away Mm -hmm. from the general election, and the tomfoolery has begun. Well, it's been going on, but it's definitely tomfoolery going on. And, shake, talk to the people and tell them what voter suppression is.
0: Well, the first thing is this. You know, um, in 2013... The Supreme Court struck down a major part of the the uh, the Voter Rights Act, and so what that did was weaken, um, especially you know especially in Southern states, uh, the ability to maintain righteous uh, actions at the polls. So a direct result of that is over since nineteen, I mean not nineteen, since twenty thirteen. Over 1,200 polling stations have been shut down. But on top of that, um, you know, some some cities, major cities now have one or two polling stations. Uh, example, um, Louisville now has technically three polling stations. And according to the Reuters report, That'll soon be one, which would be the fairgrounds, which is obviously, uh, you think about it, it's a ploy to keep elderly Americans, uh, financially challenged Americans, specifically black, from those polling stations. And then there's obviously an effort when they get there to intimidate them. So that's a, that's one of the first major major things. Um, I had a hold on a second. I had a um, a, a list of things I wanted to read here. Um, I missed the left announcement. Left. So anyway, um, that's the first thing. But more, but also, we have um, in our system of government, uh, we've surrendered so many of our rights you know, through tactics and fear and stuff like that, mm-hmm. that not only, you know, because of the Supreme Court, these different justices that are that are now in and, and other courts, because there's over 200, uh, since uh, Trump's been in office, there've been, he's had over 200 judges placed in office, which co- directly correlates with voter rights. Now, We are losing because we don't have the proper information. One is early voting is crucial to understand for specifically elderly people, but also for anybody that wants to vote and doesn't want to deal with the hassle of standing in line, possibly being turned away um, that doesn't want to deal with any of that stuff. Early voting is crucial. In the state of Kentucky, um, early rolling, I think, starts 30 days before the election. So, if if that, I think, I'm pretty sure that's correct. If that's if that's the case, then you can vote. Um, if the election is Super Tuesday, you got 30 days before that to cast your vote, and it will count. Uh, especially now, the hard part's going to be the ballot boxes. Um, there's so many places that they're taking those ballot boxes out. And uh, you've got to do the research in your city to know where to go vote, but that's why it's important to do it early because you have time to uh yesterday we came up with a plan, uh prepare and execute. Got- get,
1: don't don't get too
0: much away yet. Don't we'll get too much. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. right. I'm, yeah, we're gonna do that in a minute. Well, you yeah. at least have time to plan yeah, your voting strategy.
1: Yeah.
0: And that's crucial uh, because most people don't think about it. Most people think of Super Tuesday. I'm going to go vote that day. And then what happens is they either deal with an influx of problems, obviously being traffic, lines at the polling stations, even when there were hundreds of polling stations, depending on where you went, there would be lines at the polling stations. There would be uh, uh, issues at the polling stations, sometimes with the machines themselves also with the people running the polling station. So it's important that you plan it now. You know you're gonna vote, but also do some research so you know who you're gonna vote for and why you're gonna vote for them. Uh, because that's also, you can't listen to the rhetoric anymore. You've gotta be diligent enough to do a little bit of research and say, you know what? I, I believe this person, yesterday we talked about the character of the particular um Um, person running for office. Hmm. And that's crucial that you measure the character of the person running for office because the reality is things change. People's ideals about things change. Their reasoning for believing a certain way changes. But their character will never change. If you're a scoundrel going in, you're a scoundrel coming out. So uh, it's really important that you plan your vote and how you're gonna go about it. Um I'm I'm gonna step away for a second and grab my notes real quick just to make sure I'm okay and while you do that I'm gonna
1: I'm gonna dive off into this a little bit deeper uh with the challenge of voter suppression. Me and Kyoto will talk go ahead and get your notes whatever that you okay. need. Um, the the challenge here's the interesting part about what we're talking about when we talk about what voter suppression truly is and let me let me break it down uh this way voter voter suppression takes many many forms and shout out to all the noisemakers that are watching right now uh anise graves uh uh, jay joiner and those uh there are many others uh hit us up in the comments please with, with comments of what we're talking about and your thoughts on voter suppression as well. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, hit us up on the, in the comments. Be a part of the show. We'd love that. But uh, let's, let's break down what this really is. So in voter suppression, there's several different ways that it manifests. One of the biggest ways is the voter ID laws that are out there. Uh, yep. There are like 36 states that have incredibly, incredibly strict ID laws, that you got to have a photo ID to vote. Voting, first of all, voting should not be this hard if you're a citizen of the United States, but it is. It is challenging. And you have to have a government-issued ID um, to vote. Now, think about this. You have to have a government-issued ID to vote. Let's take a place like, for example, New York. Now, New York doesn't have these laws. They don't have a strict ID law, but let's use them as an example. Okay. Okay. If you live in a place like New York where you catch the subway and you tech, catch a taxi and you Uber, because a lot of New Yorkers don't drive, Not that's well. tough to have. Not, it, how would you why would you need a government-issued ID other than other than just maybe going to get something in the bank or whatever like that? You don't need personal identification per se. So a lot of people don't go get it. They just don't go get it. Or they don't have the documentation, the proper documentation to go along with getting a government ID. Maybe they don't have an accurate birth certificate. Maybe they don't have uh, any accurate paperwork or a passport or anything like that. Now, you say, well, what's the big deal? Just go get an ID. Well, if you can't get an ID, then that affects voting. That affects uh, how many people can vote. If you can't get in and use your ID to vote, uh, and, and you can't go get the proper material to go vote. That's a big deal. The tens of thousands of people in certain states don't have ID. Matter of mm. fact, in the last count, the AC, ACLU stated that over 21 million U.S. citizens don't mm. have a government issued voting or go government issued photo identification. Twenty. Wow million okay uh
2: okay.
1: that could and, and i guarantee you the majority of those 21 million u.s citizens are minorities
0: yeah yeah so
1: that's true then of course elections are going to be swung a different way when you don't have when you have a huge section of the population that doesn't even have an id
2: to vote hmm Yeah, what are your thoughts on that? You know, our first thing I thought about was our daughter when she turned 18, and she was so excited to be able to go and vote. And we were all going to vote as a family, as a matter of fact. Uh, The library is like right around the corner from our house. So Mm -hmm. we walked over there to go and vote. Well, as soon as she got in there, she goes in with her zeal. She goes in with her excitement (laughs) and she's starry eyed that she wants to, you know, make this milestone of voting. And she gets stonewalled because she doesn't have a driver's license. She has college ID. And they tried to give her the business. Like, in other words, this is not government issue. And um we were like, okay, the college issuing her an ID, the college is owned per se by the government. <laughs> so mm. technically, this is a government issued
0: okay.
2: ID. And you know, they kind of, you know, well, you gotta go over to that table, you know. And I'm like, Lord, so I, I'm I'm gonna be honest with you. I was praying from that table to that table because I was mm-hmm. like. I'm not going to let her moment be crushed because of some foolishness. And that and the one person said, well, I don't know what you're going to do because uh, you don't have government issue ID. And, and then mm. the lady next to her said, oh, she just needs to fill out this one right here. That <laughs> one document squashed the whole problem. But look at all the people that we had to, we had to leave that table to go to this table and most no pun intended, but most of the people at the table were senior, senior citizens. Yeah. They don't have the uh, patience uh, t- uh, and compassion. They're like, in other words, come on, chop, chop. Let's get it through. Let's keep it moving. And you're like, okay, well, we have a situation. Well, I don't know what you're about to do with it because, you know, that's not our problem. It is your problem. You're here to help solve the problem. Don't just be ready to push somebody away, turn them away just so you can keep it moving. This is of the urgent proportion to be able to vote. So I'm grateful that the one lady had to say, wait a minute. All she needs to do is sign this document right here. It's that simple. So if we had that challenge with an 18 year old, Mm -hmm. there wasn't a felon, uh, you know, and all the different things that they try to use to keep people from voting. Because let me let me let me let, let me ask the question: Was that law that passed that allowed felons to be able to vote? Was that only for Florida, or is that nationwide?
1: Well, go ahead, Jake. Go ahead, huh? I was going to say the the felony conviction uh challenges are, are are all over the place it's 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 there are, it's it's all over the place so I'll jump down because I was going to bring that up as one of the barriers uh and, and it's basically called felony disenfranchisement laws oh wow and and, and, and states have multiple challenges in this it, it it's a, so let me let me try to read them I'm, I'm reading off the ACLU website but it's to help us to understand a felony conviction can come with drastic consequences uh in some in some states every state's different some states ban voting due to incarceration mm-hmm. some do it for life some do it while uh, on probation or on parole florida is one of those states i believe where you have to pay your fees or you can't vote or things like that so you just have to look at the state that you're in uh and see uh like in Iowa the system of permanent disenfranchisement uh paired with disproportionate incarceration rates of black people has now created this disenfranchisement so here's the challenge of it it and and it, it it there's these strict felony disenfranchisement laws coupled with uh a ridiculous rate of uh arrest and 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 Black men being disproportionately arrested uh, on on crimes and and locked up on certain crimes and some are lesser crimes or whatever, but it creates a felony record, which which cancels them out in the voting process. So it varies. To answer your question, yeah, it varies from state to state. Um, but we got. But we need to know. And the people. But here's here's what I would say to that to our to our our felons that are out there maybe listening even if you can't physically vote go be mm-hmm. a part of the process help somebody get to the poll help somebody yeah. uh um work 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 the thing whatever you need to do work for a campaign whatever you need to do to be a part positively of the process you can still affect change you don't have to sit on the sidelines on voting day Oh, by the way, today is National Voter Registration Day. So we picked the perfect day to do what we're about to do. So, Shake, you had
0: some notes that you wanted to share with us as well. Well, there, there are 11 that I counted um, barriers to voting. And uh, I'll, I'll list them off and then we'll go into three of the most important ones. First, are voter ID requirements. Then there's the lack of language access, which is a really, when you think about it. Um, I was uh, uh, the other day I was che- researching this, and I realized that at certain polls in certain s- cities, if they don't understand you, that they, they can turn you away. So yeah. if you, for example, if you you speak Spanish but not very good English, or um, you know some of the Chinese American uh, people were experiencing that. But also, yeah. uh, which was this one was really wild. Um, there were several t- youth, well, I won't say youth, but they were 18, 19, 20 year old African Americans that were from the ghetto and they, they spoke really broken, you know, slang, hood English. And uh, they were turned away uh, because, they, because the, they couldn't be understood, allegedly couldn't be understood. So that's one voter roll purges that's another one that's that's uh, you know they they there are uh, if you um, in some cities and actually in a lot of cities under the guys are reviewing voter rolls they remove your names they say they're removing duplicate names but in in reality they're removing and they go through the names themselves when they're doing this so if you voted democrat you're subject to purge subject to be kicked out polling place closures we talked about that early and consolidations, which ultimately are uh, an infringement upon our rights. Because one of the great things about voting was the ability to go, you know, uh, when I lived in Louisville, there were probably five or six places in just the Russell area alone that I could go vote. Right. Um, Well, now there's just one place. Uh, So I mean, that's really amazing to me because a lot of people would walk, just like Kenyatta was talking earlier, they would walk to the polling station. So that's it. the lack of funding for elections, we know about that, and we, you know, we've got to support our officials and everything, people we believe in. Um, and then reduced early voting. There's several states, I realized this also, that was in my notes, several uh, have reduced uh, the early voting you know, um, by 50%. And now they're, according to this report, uh, they're trying to do away with it, period. It's true. They're actually, um, there was a push earlier this year to reduce earlier early voting by this next election. Um, so, it, I mean, it's, and then reducing voting hours and not telling anybody That was huge, Uh, they promoted at one polling site in I think it's Arizona, that the place would be open till eight o'clock, they closed at four o'clock, had over, you know, 5,000 people waiting to vote that didn't get to vote. So poorly trained poll workers, you just talked about that Kenyatta. Um, And you know, the odd thing is these poll workers, at least in my experience, I remember going when we voted a few years ago to an area here in Fort Worth that's a black area, and all the polling workers were white. Yeah. And uh, nothing, nothing about their uh, race, but you could tell there were some issues there. And uh, so they, they don't necessarily uh, stock, uh, stock these places or staff these places according to demographics. So you get what you get. So, and now I think that was the, uh, that was nine, okay, creation of a large local offices to do, do like dilute the minor minority vote. That's the whole deal with, uh, um, you know, having these really massive places. Uh, like we're talking about the fairgrounds, arenas, convention centers, places like that. That discourages, minority voting big time Uh, and it's actually a a, quite an effective key when you think about it and then the other thing they do in certain areas is they they put uh law officials there to intimidate the voters so that um do i need to get that is that me (laughs) (laughs) i think i think uh The Guilty Party has already (laughs) Yeah, so I want to go to, there's one in particular that I really want to kind of talk about because I noticed that um, we've been dealing with this for a while. In a recent USA Today analysis, they found that election officials have closed thousands of polling places, (laughs) largely affecting communities of color. For example, in Chicago's Cook County, which has the largest non-Hispanic black population in the country, election oh. administrators close over eighty-five percent of the polling places. Wow. And so when when you think about it, when you when you describe a non-Hispanic black, most of these a lot of these people don't have cars. They don't have mm. uh, transportation. So and so you talk about somebody now, New York is one thing because you got the subway, you got you know, some buses, you got different things. So there's there's transportation, but Chicago, somebody, somewhere like Cook County, you know, that's not the same thing, man. So you got to drive. Right. Um, and so if you don't have, when you, you think about 85% of the polling places, man. So if you can't drive somewhere that's a walk within a certain distance, you're not going to vote. Yeah. And, and that, so that's an extremely effective tool. But then on top of that, you, uh, for whatever, however they're doing this, they're putting police officers and officials at these places to intimidate specifically black voters. Because here's the here's the thing: I was I was voting one time, and a guy told me, "Man, well, you, you, make sure you don't have no warrants. You know, make sure you don't you don't have no tickets. You know, do you know if you got a and i and I'm going." Why would this guy be telling me this, you know? I don't, he don't even know me. He never met me or anything. He just walk up and say that. And it wasn't the brother said it. So right. It had me in my mind going, well, do I have any? <laughs> you, know what I'm saying? you know, you know what I'm saying? I I got I got will yeah. full disclosure, full disclosure. Yeah. Um, I bought a car from a friend of mine. Uh, it's probably, you know, I was 22, 23 years old. Bought it cash. He had a car lot. I bought it cash, drove it off the car lot. I got about I don't know, seven blocks away and got pulled over by the police. When I got pulled over by, this is in Louisville, when I got pulled over by the police um, they came and asked for license, you know, license, registration well I had my license I didn't have proof of insurance because I just bought it from a partner, you know and uh, they took me to jail What it turned out was he put tags on the car that didn't belong on the car. Oh, my goodness. So, of course, I didn't, you know, I didn't, you know, wasn't in jail very long or anything like that. But it was extremely inconvenient. Another time I got pulled over is for parking tickets. Um, And I'll be honest, I was notorious in my younger days. You know, I'd amassed a few parking tickets. And you know, you know, you you it's a you know, it's a sixty dollar ticket, a twenty-five dollar ticket, whatever. Yeah. You don't think about it. But depending on where you are, man, you know, you get obviously you get pulled over for that and, and you know, you can you can be arrested and taken to jail. So anyway, I'm in this line, ready to vote. And when the guy said that, that's what went to my mind. It's like, okay, wait a minute. Um Do I have anything on me? Do I, you know what I'm saying? Did I, did I, um, do I have any tickets in my past? Did I something I missed, something I forgot, anything. And it stresses you out. And and it's probably effective on a good number of people. And I ended up voting because I felt like, well, I don't have anything to worry about. But, you know, if you try that enough, somebody's going to fall for it. And so there's all kinds of tactics to keep you from, from, Following through on your intended purpose, so you know these. The, these uh, reducing the polling stations is an extremely effective way to keep people from voting. It's extremely effective. I was, you know, I was watching the uh, Louisville election, and there were people knocking on the doors, trying to get in. Uh, was it fairgrounds? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Knocking on the doors, trying to get in to vote. Yeah, and, and a big part of that could have been remedied had they voted earlier, but also is it, you, you just have to plan those things. You have to know that you know what if I am going to vote on Tuesday, I'm going really earlier today. I'm not going to wait till twelve o'clock. I'm not going to wait for you know just go in the morning and get it over with. Because if you wait till you know, the poll is supposed to close at five. You get there at 4 30. Trust me. If you ain't at that door inside at five, you won't vote. No, absolutely. You know, I wanna, I wanna um
1: um, I wanna highlight a couple of things as well. Cause you you brought up a lot of so many great points in that. Um, but here's here's some numbers that I want to throw. Cause you because we we talk about well, who's affected by voter suppression. I want to throw out some numbers again. This was compiled by the ACLU. You can go to ACLU.org and take a look at it. 70% of Georgia voters purred, were purged See? in, in oh. 2018. They were black. Across Ooh. the country, one in 13 black Americans cannot vote due to disenfranchisement laws. One third of voters who have a disability report, uh, disability report difficulty voting. Only 40% of polling places even accommodate People with disabilities, and then across the countries, country counties with larger minority po- populations, just like you said a minute ago, have fewer polling sites and poll workers per voter. And then here's one that we don't talk about enough: six in ten college students come from out of the state of New Hampshire. The state trying to block residents without uh, without a state driver's license. So even on college campuses, they try to block you from voting. The point I'm trying to make here is that voter suppression is real. It is so, so real. And we got to treat it like it's real and we got to combat it. So uh, we at Talking Noise, we came up with something and we want to share that with you. We're going to take a quick break, come back and we got, uh, here's here's my favorite banner of the day. We got breaking news. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to come take a quick break, come right back and uh, give you the breaking news. You're listening to Talking Noise Live Daily Podcast. Mm. Hey, everybody, it's Lloyd Spence. And I want to tell you about a brand new Facebook page called The Noisemakers. The Noisemakers page is where our fans can see all of the visuals, the videos of all of our podcasts, web series, and more. That's right. Even this podcast, Talking Noise, you can see me, Kenyatta, and Shake on The Noisemakers Facebook page. See us daily. See all our shows like Believe in the ACC, featuring myself and Charlie Ward, The Five, Uncorked Wine, and much, much more. Check us out on Facebook, The Noisemakers page, and become a noisemaker today. All right. Shout out to all of our noisemakers that are watching. Uh, It is so cool, quite honestly, to see uh, people checking in. Alicia, Nicole, Lafayette, Wynel Seldon. Shout out to Wynel Seldon. Shout out to Jesse Townsend. Appreciate you, brother, for all the love. Chad Major, one of our producers, for a couple of our different shows. Anise Graves is always checking in with us, showing us that love. We appreciate that. Um, we are we are breaking news here today, and uh, the breaking news is this: is that we are launching our very own initiative called Plan, Prepare, and Execute. It's our voting initiative here, Talking Noise, and we're going to connect you to uh, what you need to get ready for voting day and what your friends need, and what your mama need, and whoever needs. And we're launching a, this whole massive campaign over the next 42 days, Plan, Prepare, and Execute. And Kieta, you said it so eloquently yesterday. I want you to explain again what does Plan, Prepare,
2: and Execute mean? Um, I think it came from a place of feeling like Dare I say, it, it made me reflect back to what um, Uncle Noyes was saying. That's me. Uncle Noyes. Uh, that <laughs> it reminded me of um, when the, all of the people in Louisville, Kentucky, went to the fairgrounds and they were all beating on the windows. I mean, they were screaming. They were carrying on because their right to vote had just got ripped away. And, um, I said, okay, well, you know, maybe part of the problem is that you must plan get with like here in Texas on the news yesterday. It let us know when early voting begins, the cutoff day for mail-in voting, uh, you know, actual voting. I mean, it was all voters information and I, I personally, our family, we know where we normally vote at but please believe we know other locations. If there's a problem here, there's another location here and we vote early, uh, because you must plan. And that what I just said is part of our preparation and then you must execute. Mm -hmm. So planning ahead of time and, uh, and preparing and then have you a backup plan. Don't be that person that says, well, I went there and the line was too long. Uh, 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 we, we have our brother here that's uh, uh, our guest, and I'm sure he can attest to what I saw on CNN. Now, you right there in the state, my brother. But uh, <laughs> on CNN, they had the line upon lines of people that were waiting outside with masks on and chairs trying to get in so they could vote. And it was overwhelming to see that this many people want to vote and they are being forced to go into this location when we used to be, you could go to the library, you could go to the school, you could go here, you could go there. But the struggle we're talking about today is the voters suppression of being forced into these long, these huge, massive locations. And, and then possibly getting stonewalled when you get there. Well, I don't see you on the list. Is this your county? And and all of this stuff that can happen that would keep you from voting. But when you plan and you prepare and you execute, you have a more a better opportunity to be successful. And, and
1: let me say this as well. Uh, well, first, before I say what I was going to say, let me introduce our wonderful special guest, uh first of all let me just start this off in the weirdest way i've ever done it in 20 years okay. i don't think i've ever been more upset at a guest coming in than i am right now and let me tell you why dan bimbo is the the the, the founder and creator and the owner of a phenomenal website called greeksoul.com but guess what?
3: I know where all this is of going.
1: This gear is for the ladies. And I know. Let me tell you something. This gear is fly. Let me tell you, me tell you
3: something. I
1: that, man. One of the things that makes it so special to me, and we're going to get more into this a little bit later, but one of the things that makes all the gear so hot is that it's, you know, how you get older and, and, and your college gear, you kind of want it to look a little more like grown focused. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. He got grown folk. He got grown folk Greek gear. Yeah, you know what it, yeah.
3: It's all about the grown folks. It's, it's all, all about, about the grown, folk.
1: grown folk, but it's all about the women, grown folk. <laughs> Wow, I'm hurting, man. You got me hurting over there, but I'm but I'm still show you that love because.
3: Appreciate, you know, it. <laughs> I appreciate it. There's a method to my madness, but you. Know. I do
1: know, brother. You you got to you got to talk me off the ledge, man. Talk me off the ledge.
3: I got you. I got you. <laughs> thank
1: you for joining us, man. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Apologize for the technology doing what it does. So uh, good. But but glad to have you in the show now. Thank but you. listen, man. We, like I said, my wife is saying, we're talking about voter suppression, man, and as you know it's rampant all over the country right now. Mm-hmm. And one thing I want to add to what you said, Keita, which I thought was great, the prepare part. Prepare is not just the strategy that you use to vote, but it's also knowing who you should be voting for. Listen, we as black people got to do a better job of deep diving into these candidates and finding out what they really, truly stand for, mm-hmm. Right. We don't know, we don't educate ourselves. We don't get online and read the information and find out. We just listen in the barbershop, listen in the beauty shop, listen yeah. to church. And then we say, well, I don't like Kamala Harris because I heard and I heard and I yeah. heard. Man, yeah. if what you heard, go find out for yourself, mm. read, get the literature, get the information, go on their website, watch the interview, hear it from their mouths directly. And then make an informed decision. We've yeah. got to stop this old ideology of hearsay and word of mouth voting. That mm-hmm. is not effective and it doesn't help us. And that's how we get attorney generals like what we have in Louisville. Um, who, who? Listen, man, I'm so nervous for my city right now because Based on the activity of the officers, based on the activity of the city government, man, it looks like this Breonna Taylor thing is going to go bad. Darren, I'm going to mm. ask you this question, man. Are you seeing anything like this in your city, Border suppression? Have you experienced anything like that? Tell us a little bit about your experiences or what your understanding is about it.
3: Well, uh, for me, I live out in the burbs. So in the burbs, well, I, I like that New York Giant uh, thermostat out out there. I like that. I like what you did right there. I like that. Exactly. See, we all right, man. We all right. You know, I might have to do something for you now. Just you, just, saying, you just, you just, just saying, bro. you just made a connection. Okay, <laughs> let me put that out there real quick. Yeah. Uh, but um, I'm out in the burbs, and out here, it's a little bit better. Um, the, it's not as congested. You know, when you get to the the, the voting stations, it's not, you know, of course in the morning times before everyone goes to work or when everyone gets home, it's a little bit packed. But in the city of Atlanta, there's a big problem um, all day long with when it comes to um, the the lines. It's almost, anticip—it's you have to anticipate it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, for this election, they definitely, uh, you know, there's more of a sense of urgency to make sure that there's more room for people, so now they have opened up arenas to um, to create voting stations, so that there won't be a problem. Especially in the county of Fulton, which is the main part of Atlanta, um, there are stadiums being opened. Um, everyone is they they have so many voter um, poll workers that they can't take anymore. Like people have come Mm. on to to offer to help. The private sector is telling their employees to go and and they'll pay them to be poll officials and stuff like that. So I think in terms of where we've been in other elections in regards to this one, I think we're going to be in a better place to receive it. And um, the interesting thing is I'm also in marketing. So I I work with different brands. I worked with um I worked with Under Armour. And Under Armour, they have an app that allows you to track your run, you know? So, you know, I ran 5 miles. Here's my screenshot. I can share it all over Facebook. We're working with them to actually have people map their vote. So maybe it does take you Three hours to go. Point three of a mile, but we're gonna celebrate those people who decide to take on that task and wait as long as it takes to be able to cast that vote. You know, we're working with the um, ACLU of Georgia, and you know, we're putting together a big campaign to really push the fact that the vote needs to be an emphasis on all things. You know, so it's like. We really need to get out there and and know that we are going to face some hurdles. But, you know, like Michelle Obama said, pack that that bag lunch, grab your phone, call your friend, hop in the car, do whatever it is that you have to do. um, But make sure you're out there, you're in line, you're bringing someone with you and you're getting it done because we need it now. More than ever. We don't need any more excuses. Excuses, tools of incompetency. Yeah, yeah. What you said? Nothing.
1: Yeah. Dan, listen, that is one of the things that we have dedicated our show to for the next 42 days for sure. We're going to mm-hmm. stream this to the rooftop. And again, um, one of the things I'm going to add is I didn't add this to the initial announcement today, but I'm adding it to the announcement now this news that we're breaking today that we're we've launching this our own version of campaign, plan, prepare, and execute. But mm-hmm. you're not just voting Democrat Republican. You're not just voting um uh evil and good. I mean, that's a part, that's a huge part of it because right. it is evil and good in this situation, but man, we are literally voting for our lives, right. and we gotta know that. And so this vote is the most to me i can't think of a vote that's been more critical in my lifetime honestly mm-hmm. I- we've never seen anything like this i mean shake you i know you were talking about it earlier uh some of the experience that you have but man the plan pre- prepare execute initiative that we're launching man i just think this is so critical to, to what it needs to take place. And, Darren, man, we would love for you to be a part of some of what we're trying to do. Sure. I love to talk more with you about this, brother, because you sound like you got your head to the ground, mm-hmm. and I love it. And, uh, man, we need to put – we need as many hands on deck to make this work. Man, I want I want to see people – I want to see us blow people's minds on elections day and 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 make, you know, President Biden – look, I did it again. President Biden did it again. it's okay.
2: Speaking,
1: um, he said something that was so critical. He and Kamala, when when they announced that she was going to be the VP, we don't need a win, a win is not enough. Mm -hmm. We need to send a message, right? A dominant message, leave no doubt that we are tired, we are fed up. And as a country, we're not gonna take it anymore. So we gotta we gotta get out there and flood, flood, flood.
3: Exactly. You know, I, I think that you know, when I think about it and I sit back and just like you said, this is a very critical election, you know, one that we've probably never seen in our lifetime, but it's all relative as well, right? It's relative as to where we are right now as a country and what we've just gone through. Like we're we're going through things now that we have not witnessed or been able to be a part of. We're dealing with pandemics. We're dealing with the fact that people are now noticing that black people are being killed. Okay, like uh, these things are, that's not new. A pandemic is new for us. Uh, We're also dealing with leadership that is not acting in our best interest. It was funny, I was just listening to a uh, conference. There's a conference that this advertising um, um, conglomerate has called Where Are All the Black People, right? Because there's a lack of black leadership in advertising. Um, Van Jones gave the keynote and he, he was talking and he was talking about how um, Trump is running a cultural campaign. Okay. It has nothing to do with his politics. This is culture, okay? Right. He, is, he is reaching out to a cultural base. And it's not for us to tell them, hey, stop being racist. Stop being this, right. you know? It's more about us saying, look, if you're so patriotic, we have kids over here that are not eating. We have kids that want to start businesses. We need you to come and help us to bring them up. That's the patriotic thing to do. we have to redefine what patriotism is we have to redefine the culture of what's going on right now because this this guy has totally created division and that's his way of breeding culture and we have to get the culture back to one where it is an american culture to make sure that everyone rises but within them within there there are those things that we have to fix internally with each segment of the population to make sure everyone has the opportunity that the constitution has written out for us. So
1: yeah. uncle noise, what are your thoughts to everything that we, we're saying what you're
0: doing, we're doing now, tell me what you're thinking. Well, first of all, to the, to, to Darren, uh, man, it's good to meet you, brother. Thank you, man. Thank um, you. I've heard great things. You're in Atlanta, right? So you said you're um, in the suburbs but yep. you're also you're also um, so you're not in Fulton County. You're, what what county are you
3: in? I'm in Gwinnett County. Gwinnett, okay. Gwinnett. Yeah.
0: So so like, um, are there a lot of polling places in Gwinnett, or is it more central?
3: Yeah. Well, you know, like it's funny with Atlanta. Atlanta is one big circle. Yeah. And everyone outside of Atlanta considers themselves Atlanta. So <laughs> I would say someone asked me, "Where you from?". Well, I'm originally from New York, but I live in Atlanta. So out here, you know, it's it's more rural. You know, there's some separation within the houses. So it's not as congested right. as the the city. So out here, I know my polling place. I've been going there. You know, when I moved, I knew where my polling place was then. Mm. Make sure I keep track of what's going on, you know. My wife and I, we made the decision that we weren't going to go and fill out the absentee ballot. I'm going to the poll. Okay, That's right. I'm not. I'm not playing. I don't want to know. I I don't want to sit and think. I wonder if it got there. Yeah. I wonder if someone came and picked up the ballot out of the box. Yeah. yeah. I want to go press the buttons, mm-hmm. put the card in, take the card out. Yeah. My yeah. Sticker, and go on with my day, knowing that. I did what I needed to do to make sure that what I need to have happen. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't want to leave any stone unturned in this thing because now is not the time to play. Right.
1: Hey guys, before before we go on, I know you got another question. I just want to, I'm, I'm, we are monitoring uh, the Brianna Taylor decision. It just feels like it may happen today. If it Mm -hmm. happens, this air uh, today, we'll, we'll break the story here. But if it happens afterwards, I may go live on the Noisemaker page later on today with whoever's available, and we'll talk about it. But a a JCPS spokesman, which is the Jefferson County Public Schools in Louisville, Kentucky, uh, just released a statement about 35 minutes ago saying that a handful of schools have been made aware of the uh, decision that possibly is coming, and they've been told to stay home today. To teach Huh? The teachers and students. The, the teachers. Uh, I think the, the students are learning virtually anyway, but some of the teachers are going into the classroom to kind of teach from the classroom. Uh, but uh, they've been told today to stay home today. Mm. So it, it feels like this decision is imminent.
3: Uh, oh,
1: it's um, wow. it, it does not sound. Uh, which is heartbreaking. I, I'll be honest with you. I'm 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 feeling away right now, a little bit emotional. Uh but it feels like this decision is imminent and uh could happen at any point. Uh the I'm looking at pictures of the city of Louisville as we speak, and it is completely boarded up, it is completely cut off. There is no traffic, there is no movement whatsoever. Uh yeah. It 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 sounds like this is gonna end bad. So uh, again, and Darren, I don't know if you know, but uh, the three of us are all from Louisville, Kentucky. So wow. this is hitting us in a very personal way because we know these streets, we know these people. This is like family, uh, and so um, you know, we just we just I don't know. I don't know what to feel right now. I'm a little caught off guard, but we are going to try to press through but this is even more reason why we've got to continue to do what we're doing shout out to Jesse Townsend who said everything that you said there and he absolutely agrees right so uh shout out to him and all those watching on Facebook right now um uh listen i i there's no, I just don't think there's ever been a more important time for us to mobilize and I, and I and I and this is no knock on Rock the Vote. There's no knock on all the initiatives that have gone forth before us. But this is the one, man. This is the one that that will determine, uh, literally, whether people live or die. Can you? Let's put this in perspective. We have a president that has literally allowed citizens to die. Yeah. Like we're not. I'm not. That's not a war thing. Yeah. That's, that's literally citizens of the United States of America, over 200,000 of them in the last six months have died because of this of this president's leadership. Man, you can't stay home. I understand COVID is out here. I understand the dangers that are around us, but this is one, it's too important. Uh, you can't stay home. Here's an update from Anise Graves, who also lives in Louisville, Kentucky. She said the roads leading to downtown Louisville have been closed. Also, the roads leading to U of L have been closed. U of L University of Louisville. So uh this decision is probably coming down sometime today. So uh it when if and when it does, we'll be on the story. We'll probably go live on uh on our platform and talk about it. We'll give you an opportunity to talk about it and um, just we'll just be prepared. Uh, Darren, I want to give you an opportunity to talk about Greek Soul because it's so emotional right now. but um, <laughs> I want to give you an opportunity to talk about your amazing, amazing company. Real talk, Darren. I, I would, my wife, so let me let me give the full story because shake the upper noise doesn't know.
3: Okay,
1: so since we've been home on a pandemic. Me and the Amazon dude are like this.
3: Okay,
0: right?
1: so my <laughs> girl online, and she's looking for stuff to get and buy, whatever. And she ran across this site, and she was like, and it just happened to be on the weekend or after the weekend. We had just watched um, the the, uh, the the Beyonce film uh, Black Is right. King, which was which, which we thought was phenomenal. Right. And so she saw this site and saw this shirt. Brown Skin girl, which is one of the signature songs from the, the movie. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Baby, I gotta have this shirt. I was like, Oh Lord, what you buying? And I'm like, she said, This, let me let me get the shirt. I said, Okay, get the shirt. So she got it. And when she got it here, I was like, That's fire. That's like really like it's simple in design, but it's so like if you don't mind, baby, she kind of stand up and show everybody the shirt because she's wearing it today. Brown skin girl, yeah, man. yeah it
3: um, is. <laughs> I'll
1: tell you why that's so significant in my family and why I love the shirt and why I love you for designing it. Um, man, when that song came on in the movie, man, it did something to my girls because the imagery and the music and the just it did something to them. And I saw them, I saw something rise up in them that I had never seen before. And I'm like. Mm-hmm okay, Beyonce, I get it now. I get it. I had to apologize. I like, I didn't get it before. I get it now. So, man, tell people what you're doing, uh, how long you've been doing, how you got into it. Break break Greek soul down for us.
3: Oh, man. Okay. Well, I'm going I'm to do it real fast for you. So, um, I myself am not Greek, but I have always had a love for Greek life. I came up in New York. I went to a church in Brooklyn. And um, as a teen, they had started a group called um, the Yoke Fellows, and it comes from a scripture that talks about it is important for you to bear the yoke in your youth, right? So as Yoke Fellows, it was an organization where it was young girls and young boys together we pledged, okay? And it was run by the elders of the church who were all a part of Greek organizations. So they got together and they put these principles together for us to learn. We learned these, mm. these um, we le- We had our motto, our colors, our, our, um, our, our different poems that we had to learn, but it all put us in the mindset of Greek life and, and discipline and togetherness and community and community service. So I kind of grew up in that. Um, my whole goal was to go to college, to pledge and all that. But within that, I kind of got tossed. I got thrown off by the music world. I kind of went into music for a while. So I went into music. I was in music for a long time. and But another part of it is that my father was an executive of a woman's clothing store called Lomans. So I had a love for women's fashion. It just was something about that that just did it. Um, fast forward, I, I'm married and my wife is a Delta and she, we, we, we always talked about clothes and I was like, look, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to get this thing started. Um, and I started designing my own stuff, started thinking, you know, what fabrics, what shirts, what things felt good to me. And Greek soul was born. Um, just started it about a year ago, but I, I think now I'm about to start hitting my stride because I tried to get the necessities in the the, the standard, the letters, the, the slogans, things like that. But what I realized is there's a bigger message to fraternities and sororities. And there's a message that when you have an organization and when you have a group of individuals with like minds together, you can put messaging and affect change in a bigger way. The same way a group that is totally aligned with we all need to get out and vote, if we collectively bring our voices together yeah. to get people to understand what it is that we're about, yeah. we can affect change. So now I'm Brown Skin Girl was like the beginning of me seeing where the audience was and the audience responded. So now I'm about to go into my second phase, where I'm gonna go even harder. And I'm gonna put a lot more messaging out there and I'm gonna tie it to these organizations, but I want it to be more so about the message and the community that Greek organizations are building, as opposed to simply trying to showcase what org you're a part of. Like, Because the D9 is one conglomerate to me. It, it, it really together, you know, the same way the um, AKAs are very proud of the fact that uh, that Kamala is running, you know, but they can't talk about it.
1: Right. You know,
3: So there's got to be a way to affect change without even saying anything, you know. So that is really where I'm going with it. And I, when it comes to the men. I am going to include some men, some male pieces in there. But, you know, it's just, I'm still trying to figure out how the male shop because yeah. I see some shirts out there and I'm like, you boy. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, well, that's
1: where I live with that. It, it's like, I see stuff out there and I'm going.
3: I'm like, oh, that's what you like. Okay, well then we have, we must have. Maybe I just don't know. (laughs) Maybe my style is my style, and your style is your style. Right, right. I'm going to put some stuff out there and see what happens. Yeah. But I know that I have a a whole new set of stuff that I want to drop in October, and it's really going to. And I'm going to put a visual together to it. I'm going to do a video on. I'm really going to use my marketing prowess to really affect change. Awesome. And that's, that's what Greek Soul is about.
2: Well, I will tell you from my perspective, What the reason why it really drew me in was because most of the, <coughs> excuse me, in the chat, my, what, what do he say? I have to get my wife one. She's an AKA. Yeah, okay. we,
3: we there. GreekSoul.com. Right. <laughs> we got,
2: okay. Say, uh, 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 I got you. Uh, I got you. <laughs> all right okay um is that I, I felt like a lot of the different um websites of different paraphernalia uh for the greeks is antiquated um there's nothing modern out and when i went to your site and saw brown skin girl i was like okay that's that's current right um and when i saw the athletic gear because you know i i'm, I'm uh, we've adopted this healthy lifestyle. And I'm like, you know, I would like to have something on while I'm working out or while I'm walking or something like that. And it doesn't have to be anything that goes pow, but right. you know, it could just be something, you know, simpler, uh, simpler where I see like finer, uh, and things like that. Um, uh, but then I saw the mask and, and, uh, you know, and then the one that really got me, which is very pertinent to what we're talking about today was the vote. Yeah. The one that, that tells people she to vote, vote. Mm-hmm. and even if it's just you know you're, you're not saying well, uh, you know, Zeta's go you know Zeta's vote or whatever, but it's got the flag first you know like that, and it's just it's simple but elegant. So right. that that's what really uh, excited me about um, what I discovered because you right. know I got on the phone told my mom look at this jogging suit.
3: There you go, there look you go,
2: jogging suit that goes with it, and and Mr. Spence was like uh uh what is the fat stuff all i see is all this
3: you know what you know just because um mr spence has a um a new york giant tumbler you have you have entered a special place in my heart
1: <laughs>
3: and i will commit to making sure that there is a sigma shirt headed your way that's- <laughs> you understand me? That's I'm saying. Okay. Because you, you, you are, a friend to the brand. Because you know it was <laughs> a hard weekend for us. We
1: lost
3: one. <laughs> hey, I'm rough. That would heal my broken heart. Uh, hey, look. You know what? It. You know what? It seems like there's a lot of hard weekends for us. Uh, <laughs> I was very prepared to attack all of my Dallas Cowboy friends. Oh man! You know, I have this one joke that I I, I tell all the Dallas Cowboys fan, fans is you can't spell Dallas without the L's. So I always put that oh. out there. For um, and I didn't get to do it because it was going to be two L's. I was like, oh man, it's going to be great. And then I said they won. Oh my god.
0: <laughs> and, well, the they'll Falcons. be back to form next week. Don't worry about it. They'll yeah, be right.
3: Yeah. right back where they're supposed to be next You're week. You are right. You right. You right. They'll they'll be back and I I'll, I'll be able to talk but I just need my G-man to like, you know, start to win.
1: Yeah,
0: we got to turn it around, man. We got to turn it around. Yeah. You guys but you guys what you did was which I I, I promise you I don't understand. Is you brought Jason Garrett in? I mean, what was that all about, dude? You know I mean, you're going from bad to worse. Yeah. How to lose one on one?
3: Yeah, look, I look. I'm a I'm a Giants, Knicks, and Yankees fan. I just got to roll with my squad. Sometimes they make they make bad decisions, but I'm like, look, I'm still here. We am still here. The
1: depth of our decision, we're going to we're going to see how it works out and leave it.
3: it just, anyways, just let it go. Just Bless let it go.
1: Hey, listen, man. man. Again, I Darren, yeah. we appreciate you so much, brother. We definitely yeah. gotta connect on some deeper stuff, man. Cause as we unfold uh this initiative, uh, there are a lot of things that we need, uh, and support that we need. And man, oh, I, hey. I want to collab with you, man. The, the I say I I mean collectively our group here. We right. want to grab with you and do some things, man, because you you understand exactly where we are uh, and what we're trying to accomplish, man. But we uh, this is like I said, man, this is such a critical time for all of us. Uh, but listen to our noisemakers out there, go to the site, hit Daring Up, get your stuff, Greeksoul.com. I like I'm gonna say it like this: this is grown folk Greek gear yeah you will look good in this you won't feel like a a college kid or a teenager or nothing like that yeah you to <laughs> walk around in this stuff and be like okay you know what i'm saying i i got my grown man on still but i'm representing something and i'm representing my fraternity well it's not fraternity yet but sorority uh you represent your sorority so ladies this is definitely the site you need to go to and uh engage them and man again dan we're gonna have you back to do hey, stuff, do. Man, keep going with all of the stuff that we got going with this initiative man so uh
2: spence yeah can i say also to uh darren um i really like your models they were believable you know what i'm saying uh they were they That you know i could see wow i could see myself in that because your your models were believable they weren't somebody that i could say okay well she's like you know
3: Right. 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 You right,
2: know, but right, I, right. I could I, I w- it was so believable. So your your marketing is doing what you set it out to do.
3: Yeah. And, and I'm going to take it. I'm going I'm to take it up a notch too. you know, I'm going I'm to kick it up a notch. But I, I definitely want uh, anyone associated with the brand. They're real people, you know, and I want the younger girls to know that they can be they can make a statement. Yeah. Early. But, you know, I want my grown folks to know you already know this and I want to give you quality. Yeah. As well, within that statement to so that it's not just a, a throwaway, but it's a piece of your it's a piece of your wardrobe. You know, yeah. it, it's something that you can hold on to and really go out there and feel proud to wear it and also be comfortable while doing it. So,
1: Absolutely, and I think you've achieved all that, bro. It looks it really looks amazing, thank and, you. Bro. And that was one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on the show because I'm saying I've never seen anything like this, I've seen a lot of gear, but this is for me, this is like top shelf stuff.
3: Okay, I'm doing something good out here in the world. Let's go, <laughs> bro.
1: You're doing it, you're doing it. <laughs> and, man. We are going to uh wrap this show now. Uh, we are far away, far away from um, any, any of this being the end of this discussion, this is only the beginning. As the days go on, as the rest of the week unfolds, we will unfold more of what this initiative is all about, what we are trying to accomplish, what we want to do. We got some bold surprises for you coming up. Uh, One of the things I do want to talk about real quick as an advertiser, just for pure housekeeping purposes, Mm -hmm. uh, man, we got a guest coming this Friday, going to blow your mind. How many of you guys are familiar with those little box singing things? You guys are familiar with that? The little boxing and things people doing to harmonize with themselves. Oh, yeah, yeah. This dude might be the master of that. Mm. Like his sound, because he doesn't just do the harmonies, he does the harmonies and the drums and the mm. bass drums and the horns. And the, I mean, it's so intricately detailed, it's insane. But he's also a phenomenal artist in his own right. Uh, just incredible. His name is uh, Lawrence Young, uh, and he is uh, going to be joining us. He goes by L. Young. He's gonna be joining us this Friday as our musical guest. So you want to tune in this Friday and check out L Young as he just blesses us. And he's a sharp brother too, man. Mentally, just one of the one of the most aw- awakened dudes that you'll ever meet. Uh, just I really love him to death. And he's a homie. I'll, I'll admit that he's a homeboy from the from the city of Louisville. Okay. Uh,
3: <laughs> all right, then.
2: and alumni of Mrs. Tonkin
1: you, you didn't have to bring that up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we, so we're gonna have a lot of fun on friday but tomorrow's show is gonna be uh good as well nine times out of ten based on what i'm seeing here uh we will be uh talking about the Brian taylor case tomorrow it, it it feels like the decision is coming inf- uh 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 what's the word i'm looking for imminently imminently that's what why was i why gotcha. was I trying to say something else imminently <laughs> i don't know what <laughs> i was thinking of. my mind was i think it's a
3: tea my wife gave me <laughs>
1: <laughs> coffee, man. coffee don't make you do that
3: there it is there it is you gotta watch it
1: to watch this stuff man wow. <laughs> so right now as we speak there are protests going on in downtown Louisville and uh it's 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 this could be a long day before it's all said and done so shout out and prayers and thoughts uh, sending all our love to Louisville right now please 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 don't burn the city down it's not yeah. that's not the answer that's not the answer but but I but we do understand here uh so party words Uncle Norris Mrs. Talk
2: Norris what you got for me Miss Norris um plan prepare hmm. execute understand please don't wait till the last minute you know I know we got that horrible Color people, time thing, but now listen. Be the exception. As soon as it opens, go vote. Then it, it, you got it out of the way. And then if you really want to be an extra blessing to your to to the community, take somebody. If you know somebody that don't have a ride and you got a ride, take somebody. Yeah. Uh, get involved. Go to the websites. Read up on these people. Don't just vote mm-hmm. all Democrat. Mm hmm. And you don't know nothing about the people just because they Democrat <laughs> don't mean it, they right. Yeah. So, you know, do your research. So plan, prepare, execute and research.
0: And then I'll add to that. Um, I was just reading here. Andy Bashir, the governor there and the secretary of state, Michael Adams, uh, rolled out a plan to do an, what's what's considered. Because there is no early voting in Kentucky, we just found that out. There is no early voting. Mm -hmm. Oh no! But they have uh, in place um, an absentee absentee type voting that you can do starting October 13th. And so, and then also you can, uh, uh, if you are concerned about COVID 19, standing in lines, either spreading it or catching it they've made special allowances so that you can vote early as a result of that. So technically that's kind of like early voting. Um, And so that you can do that by going to the, uh, the uh, post office, uh, the main post office, you can do that there. Mm -hmm. So that's, and that's, there's an option, you know, and the reason for early voting again is for elderly people that don't have transportation, that kind of thing. I'm with you, Darren. I like to get in that line Feel like I'm powerful. Feel like you know I sing free at last when I get in that line. It is.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> there it is. I mm-hmm. my grandma.
0: Yes, telling me, child, you got to get out there for us. You know, all of that echoes through my mind when I'm there. Yeah. yeah. I also realize there's people who can't do that anymore who still want to vote. So we've got to make sure as much information is available to them as possible. So not only plan, prepare, and execute, but research. Research where you're gonna vote, when you're gonna vote, how you're gonna vote, and how you're gonna get there. Yeah, you know, because that's the that's the biggest part of it. Um, we don't always plan to fail, but we almost almost always fail to plan. So yeah,
3: research. Boom. Yeah. Darren, you got any parting words for us, man? Hey, I just I just want to all the people who still in a. In the bind, trying to figure out what they're going to do, how they're going to do it. Just remember, excuses are tools of incompetency that build bridges to nowhere and monuments what? to nothing.
2: Wow. Are you sure you ain't Greek? I
1: mean, that sounds very Greekish.
3: I mean, I'm in, my, in my heart. I am Greeksoul.com. Check us out at www.greeksoul.com.
1: <laughs> yes, baby. I'm a marketing guru. Man, that was really good. <laughs> Work it. My, my, my final thoughts are are very much the same. And and like I said, this is we're excited to to, to launch the initiative, uh, plan, prepare, and execute. We want to roll this out and continue to roll it out. We won't sit on the sidelines. We will be in the fight. And and I may I may not march down the street. But I promise you, I'll I'll put the gas in the in the and 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 get the snacks and get the uh, the signs and whatever we got to do to make sure those that can can march. And we're gonna make sure that everybody that wants to go vote can go vote. That's our that's our that's our plan. So we're gonna get into this thing, man. I'm excited. Thank you, Shake, for challenging us. Because uh, to be honest with you, uh, he was the one that kind of pulled my tail yesterday. Say, hey, man, what do you think about this? And I said, you know what. Let's do it. Let's, it it didn't take a lot of convincing, right? But, 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 but but it's good to have your team thinking about these things and saying, Man, let's do it. We and and we we got some of it figured out, we don't have it all figured out, but we're gonna get it figured out and we're gonna get in this thing, man. I'm so excited about plan, prepare, and execute. So, with that being said, uh, man, I appreciate you all. You know, I love you. I always got to say that before we leave this place today. Uh, GreekSoul.com, go. Buy up everything they got, show them some love. We, and like we always say, as we leave this place, we out peace this
0: peace. peace. Yeah.
1: Man, we sure had a good time today, and we appreciate you joining us for the ride. Tune in every day on the Believe Podcast Network and wherever podcasts can be found. Like Spotify, iTunes, and Apple Music, wherever podcasts can be found. Also, you can visit us on Facebook on the Noise makers page. That's the Noise N O I Z Makers page. Or on YouTube on the Noise Media Entertainment channel. N-O-I-Z Noise Media Entertainment. Well, we'll see you again tomorrow. Until then, keep making noise.